Hello and welcome to the Awaken Your Business podcast. My name's Tyson Sharp and after coaching hundreds of online entrepreneurs, it became very clear that the vast majority will look to grow a successful business unconsciously as a solution to feel enough, to feel worthy, to feel safe and secure. And if you've ever felt fear, doubt and uncertainty on this journey, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But it's in here where we uncover those unconscious patterns, where we face them head on and through connection, through consciousness, through courage, you start to find your true freedom. Because I believe building a successful and aligned business starts with your personal awakening. So take a deep breath and I'll see you on the inside. Episode number six, ladies and gentlemen. I'm uh, I'm excited to share this this episode because this is going to be the first episode on this podcast where you'll be uh, basically listening to me coach live. I was invited to a uh, a mastermind uh, online event um, for a, a bunch of online business owners and a bunch of online coaches who are looking to scale their business and, and grow in, the, in in a positive direction and. I was invited in to do some coaching to uh, educate on emotions and educate on a bunch of different, um, you know, a bunch of different patterns so people can learn how to overcome them and then obviously apply uh, apply those breakthroughs into their business. And that's what this podcast is all about. It's just really all about having those internal breakthroughs, your internal personal awakening, so that you can be more aware. And with those breakthroughs and creativity, flow, alignment, you can pour that into your business where your business success is really just the byproduct of, of who you're being internally. And so, man, we I just watched this interview again and we went over a lot. We You'll, you'll hear me uh, coach uh, a, a gentleman named Joseph. And as a lot of us who've been in the entrepreneurial journey for a while know that procrastination is a huge pattern right? How many times have you been procrastinating on something you know that you need to do, right? And these patterns hold us back from, from taking that action, doing what we need, whether that's a leap or that's something in your business you absolutely know just needs to happen. And so we go over a lot. We go over a, a lot. I, I help him through this pattern. And not only do I help him through the pattern, but the direction of the conversation was crazy. And you'll notice this when you listen is is that when you resolve these patterns the benefit is immense the benefit is immense we go from uh having joseph feel physically what it's like to feel frustration and overwhelm in the middle of uh this in the middle of being distracted or in the middle of feeling like you're procrastinating and then getting to a place where you're recognizing that's just compounding where now you're feeling bad about you feeling bad right how many times have we been there but what you'll notice is that there's also an aspect of performance, right? So when you resolve these patterns, there's an aspect of creativity and and performance and achievement. And that's what we talk about. We talk about how this is leading to more performance, more performance that he cannot see right now. And there's more performance in you that you can't see right now because you're operating from a limiting story. But then from that opens up a lot of vulnerability, Vulnerability he's not used to. Vulnerability he he's currently wasn't uh, previously comfortable sharing. And so not only do you, we open up some vulnerability here, not only do you hear more about me and, and my t- meditation journey, um, but you also see 
what this will mean for his business in terms of marketing and being vulnerable in marketing, but also what it means for those around him. And this is where I get emotional talking about this because if you can if you can start to operate in your world from a place of authenticity, a place of vulnerability, and a place of connecting with yourself where you're now coming from a place of love, a place of peace, a place of accepting what is, you affect those around you. And so you'll hear Joseph talk about his family as well and talk about the example he wants to be. And and the reason why I want to do these episodes and show you live examples of people going through these transformations is because you will benefit so much by just passively even just listening because you will indirectly, unconsciously be relating it to your own life. And so when you hear Joseph talking about his family, talking about his kids, talking about the example he wants to be for them, it'll resonate with you as well, the type of example you want to be for your family, for those you love. And it's just it's just an immense shift to be that example for people because so many people in this world are unconscious. They're unconscious to their ego. They're stuck in the story of achievement and the story of things, the story of um, what can I get? And just breaking free of that yourself not only allows you to achieve from a place of authenticity and place of flow, but also those who are in the space around you will benefit as well and they'll unconsciously pick up on those hints. So I, I'm, I'm excited to bring this to you. It's, uh, it's a really, really cool uh, story for Joseph. It's a really cool example for us all. And um, I'm excited to bring more of these. I really am. It's going to be a, it's going to be an exciting piece of the podcast. And um, I hope you enjoy this just as much as me. So let's dive into it. Yeah, Joseph. Me too, man. I've procrastinated my life, and uh, and definitely felt the same things. Right? We all know what it's like to feel unproductive or think we should be doing something that we're not, and um, and be in that aspect of surrender. Right. And so one thing I did when I started doing my meditation journey and started doing a lot of this work myself, I actually meditated for six hours in one day. I meditated for six hours in silence and just noticed and observed everything that was coming up. Right. You want to learn how to overcome um, procrastination. It's not continue to do more things. It's actually procrastinate and sit with it. Because I just watched so much, I felt so much guilt, right? So much uh, angst and, and restlessness. And I felt all these patterns come up like you should be doing something else. You should be doing more income generating activities. You should be doing more of this, you know, get your outreach there, build relationships, all this stuff. I just watched it all come up and all come out. And the more I just sat there in silence, the more those stories started dropping away started absolutely just uh, melting away off me and I just started recognizing them as absolute stories. So Joseph, are you, uh, are you able to talk? I yeah. see you have a very cool microphone there. Thank you. I do. <laughs> it's, it's, a, awesome. it's a Yeti mic. Thank you. Yeah, I can talk. Yeah, um, can, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Okay. Am I clear? I can. I can. So what does it feel like when you're sitting there and you're feeling this procrastination? What's the emotion that comes, that comes with that? comes with the procrastination i guess the sense that um i'm going to if i don't fulfill on it i'm going to let people down 
but I guess, I guess the emotion in the moment is that um, I tend to do some, if, if I'm not in a resourceful state, so I haven't slept properly, let's say, if I haven't meditated, then it's easy for me to go down the path of least resistance. And sometimes that might be being on Facebook or Instagram, feeling I'm being productive, yet the truth is I'm not. But as I'm doing those things, there's a, a my subconscious is like, well, you should be doing this instead. You should be focusing yeah. on taxes or whatnot. And uh, there's a part of me that feels wrong. Okay, well, you know, this, you know, even though this might feel useful, it's not your top priority now in this moment. And you, know, you should absolutely just stick to singular focus on those taxes, get that done. And then with that is the, is a thought of, um, well, you know, you're letting your wife down by not getting this done as well. Also, because you both talked about it before that this would get done this week. And also, um, the worry now that we're going to get penalties that will add up. We do have some penalties already. Um, and I went through this last year as well also. And then after doing nine years of back taxes, we got $60,000 back as a refund last year. My friends were like, you put all that stress into all of this and you got a refund back. You know, and I, I would complain about this and I have different support system around me where I can get feedback from people constantly. And, um, but there's still some, some still open loops from all of that tax stuff that, that still needs to be resolved. So hence the current recent stress that's there. And um, so stress yeah, the and main the main emotion. If you were I, to I, I, I guess the thoughts that are going on, there's um, a, this overwhelm is there's a bit of overwhelm at there too because I'm getting something else done at the same time. And I feel like I should be getting that done too, but I'm making progress is something else. And then they're off from a three or four other things too on my my check, my, 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 my daily checklist, weekly checklist needs need to get done too as well. So it's, I guess, um, the sense of, um, a few things, a few things come up. It's a sense of overwhelm. There's a sense of, uh, okay. Um, if I don't, well, if I don't take care of what I'm doing now, what I need to get done now, create content, then, um, it'll all add up to being a fraud, being a fraud of some sort, right? Yeah. The language that's there. Um, and I'm going to let people down immediately. It triggers memories of myself being a kid, like a five-year-old, four-year-old, my parents and things of that sort, where I kind of let them down. I didn't leave the house in time, you know, and we got late places. It triggers kind of those memories. And I've done a lot of deep work around this in the past, too, but I've kind of gone back into uh, identity around those experiences. And, um... Yeah, I, I, I guess there's a sense of um, just like frustration where like things kind of freeze and then eventually I've, I've over, overthunk this whole situation and half an hour goes by and now I have to like just deal with something else that's critical. Like picking up my five-year-old daughter from school in 20 minutes, <laughs> for example, you know, like things of that sort. Um, okay, great. So here's yeah. the thing. So I, so there's a lot of uh, thoughts and stories going on and um, I'm sure everyone can relate. So we appreciate, uh, we appreciate you sharing this and sharing this story. Um, so for example, the major, some emotions I picked up you were feeling were around disappointing others, right? Mm -hmm. Around the, the, the overwhelm of getting things done and 
um, and just really feeling that stress, the stress of disappointment, whatever it may be. Right. Um, can you start to go in from here and telling the stories to start going in here and feel yeah. in your body what it feels like? Are you able to start noticing what it feels like in your body and describe it as one emotion? So the emotion is stress, worry, doubt, overwhelm, fear. What, what is it that you, what is just, just one, one primary emotion that you feel when you're believing these stories? I, I think it's frustration. Okay, awesome. So, feel, so for yeah. example, when someone will feel frustrated, mm. you'll be like, oh, I feel frustrated. Yeah. Right? You can feel the resistance to what is, right? Right. Saying that there's something that's happening there that shouldn't be happening. And even the frustration of self, now you're frustrated that you're frustrated. Yes. And now it will just compound on each other, right? So you're resisting what's out there, resisting what's in here, and it will just compound. And that's why you're on Facebook. That's why you just, this is one big one big compound effect yes what you can um what you might want to do at the moment and anyone else can do this as well because we can we can definitely relate with joseph we can definitely uh feel what it's like to be in that situation but one thing you can do is feel that level of frustration in your body and just breathe deep with it so everyone can can do this as well and if it's if your yours isn't frustration it might be fear worry doubt but feel what it's like in your body and just breathe with it. So breathe deep. And while you're breathing deep, it's important to realize that with each breath, it brings you back to this present moment. It can't not. You can't focus on your breath and be somewhere else. You're focusing right now, right here, and just breathing deep and allowing yourself to be right here. And when you breathe deep, and when you pay attention to your body and what this emotion feels like, instead of avoiding it, instead of resisting it, what you might want to do is just provide the safe space and allow yourself to feel it. Hold the space for this emotion to be there in a similar fashion as you would hold the space for that five-year-old in the park. You don't need them to change. You don't need them to be fixed, you don't need them to leave so that until they feel better, you would just, you would just be the loving safe space. And it's funny, Joseph, how you actually have a five-year-old that you're uh, about mm -hmm. to pick up in school. That's cool. <laughs> so even if like, just provide that loving safe space for that emotion and your internal five-year-old, the same way you would for your five-year-old child, mm -hmm. your actual five-year-old child, mm -hmm. right? So allow the emotion to be there and breathe with it and breathe with it deep. And what I'll ask you, Joseph, is what does it physically feel like? So in your body, where do you feel it? Do you feel it in your head, your chest, your, your shoulders, your stomach, your legs? Where is it that you feel frustration physically in your body? I would say it's a combination of my shoulders, this area, as well as my uh, middle back, a little above okay. middle back, that area there, between so the shoulders. Yeah. Awesome. So feel that, feel that fully. And actually welcome it. And you might want to exaggerate the feeling a little bit, exaggerate the frustration, exaggerate the feeling a little bit so that you can pay very, very close attention to it. Right? Welcome it, welcome it to be there and hold the safe space for it to be there. And when you pay attention to it and when you see that side of you, what is it that you feel physically in detail? So it's in your shoulders, it's in your middle, it's in your back. 
Is it a tension? Is it a pulsating? Is it moving? Is it, does it feel jagged? Does it feel empty? Does it feel heavy? When you pay very close attention to it and you pay attention to it in detail, what is it that you can physically feel? It feels a certain heaviness to it, I'd say, and uh, um, like a weight of sorts. Right. And um, I, I guess with it, there's a, a part of my parameter is my voice. So this all ties into how I project, amplify my voice at times. It's all connected. So I feel that it's um, putting constraints on my ability to communicate at the same time so because feel that, the, feel that fully yeah feel that feel that feel that heaviness yeah i feel that and welcome it what this is is a five-year-old that's coming up mm. and while you provide the safe space for it one thing i'll explain is that this emotion is coming up this pattern is coming up so that it can be released one beautiful mm. thing about joseph is that he would have consciously or unconsciously already provided a safe and loving enough space for this five-year-old to emerge, for this five-year-old to come. The, the, uh, one of the biggest awareness piece for entrepreneurs is that when they feel these emotions, they feel like they need to be fixed. These emotions are actually emerging so they can be released, right? They're coming up so they can come out. But when we push them down in, in the form of resistance or in the form of avoidance, we push them down and they grow unconsciously. Right. What Joseph is doing so beautifully right now is actually welcoming that five-year-old and you can start to feel that you're dropping resistance, right? You're allowing yourself to feel heavy. You're welcoming it and you're, you're no longer avoiding it. And therefore, you can actually provide the loving, safe space for it. And this five-year-old actually feels seen. So, for example, when you're in a stressful or, 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 or if you're in a, a disappointment or whatever, whenever you feel this emotion, when you feel this emotion with this five-year-old emerging in the form of this emotion, what is the five-year-old saying? If you could pay very close attention to it, provide a loving, safe space for it, because what you also might provide and notice here is there's an aspect of love. That's why the, that's why the emotion's being safe enough to come out and to be seen. So while you're paying attention to it, what is the core message of this five-year-old? The core message, the five-year-old is not saying, let's go make some money, right? The five-year-old core message might be, I'm scared. I need to be seen. I'm worried, right? Um, listen to me. What, what is the core message that this five-year-old has, which is leading to this emotion? Something that's sort of, uh, I'm scared and uh, um, I want to be heard. Mm. And... Um... Like, can't you understand? Can't you, can't you get me? I'm thinking of the five-year-old. But this, this kind of relates to different levels of work I've done the past and around this, you know, going back. And I, and I can see the five-year-old. And uh, that's often, that's been a theme through my life, that conversation. It kind of comes up as a trigger because I'm, I'm hearing myself doing, having done a lot of work on this in the past. But it's like, you know, I want to be heard. You know, like, why can't you listen to me? Or... Um, or there's something wrong here, something like that. Yeah, cool. Make, so make sure that. of all that. Yeah. Whatever's coming up right now, whatever else is emerging, whatever stories, whatever thoughts, welcome all of it. Allow mm. it to be there, right? Mm. Allow it to be there. Be the safe space for everything to come up. Mm. And so, when one beautiful thing is that 
the reason why you're able to describe this to us and be an awesome example here is because you know you're not that emotion. That shows you you're not the emotion. You're not the patterns. You're not these thoughts that are coming up. You're not these emotions that are emerging. You're the observer of them. That's why you're able to describe it to us. Mm. You're the one that's observing these thoughts. You're the one that's observing these emotions. Mm. That's why you're able to hold the safe space for it. A lot of people struggle with this and struggle to hold the safe space when they think they're the emotion. Mm. Mm. Right? Mm. But it's not, your, it's not your job to do anything with it. You just observe it. Mm. It's almost like if, you're, if a dentist is removing a cavity... It's almost like if you're, if you're in the chair and they remove the cavity and you grab the cavity, you're like, oh my God, what does this mean? <laughs> right? What does this mean? What does this mean about me? Right? Just let it go. It's coming up so it can be released. Right? Yes. It's coming up so it can be, it can be uh, moved on. Mm. So as you breathe with it and as, you, as we start explaining this, as you can start to observe the emotion, you can start to also observe the love that's in you. That's mm. why this pattern's here. That's why this mm. pattern feels safe. That's why this five-year-old feels safe. That's why this pattern and this emotion and this five-year-old feels um, safe to share and safe to um, explore mm. this with you. What is it that you feel now? What is it that you feel in your in your in in the heaviness or the or the shoulders or the back? What is it that you feel physically now? Well, as the observer now, engaging the five-year-old, I, I'd say it's more because of love and and, and um acceptance like it's okay now and um but as far as myself physically in the five-year-old role in that space um the tension's like lifted i'd say it's it's like uh um i don't feel as much stress internally anymore in that five-year-old self and um yeah it, it, feel, it feels like it's like collapsed or you know i mean it, it's like it's like a um not as heavy anymore. It's like it's kind of spread, spread out of it, you I'd say, awesome. in that area. Yeah. Perfect. So what you've done is you've just dropped the resistance to it. Right. right? And now it's your yeah. job. It's not your job to move it on. It's not your job to get rid of it. It's your job to just, just be feel with it. it. Yeah, yeah, exactly, to be with it. And therefore, it's your unconscious mind, the universe's job to, to transcend that pattern when it's meant to. That's not your right. job. That's not what you need to worry about. The question I have for you is, would you be willing to feel this all day? Would you be willing to feel this for as long as it takes for you to deepen the connection with yourself? I think so. Providing that allows me to um, make progress, I'd say. Right. That's is this uh, progress. No, no, this, this is progress. I'm saying it's progress as far as the work I do and, you know, making things happen and. Okay, cool. Oh, 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 so oh, let's oh, notice that as well. Let's notice yeah. that pattern, what's coming up. Is what's coming up is what should be happening, what should be, you know, this, this can be there as long as I do this, feel mm. that as well. Mm. All these are stories. Trust me, when I meditated for six hours mm. in one day, all this came up, mm. right? Mm. If I do this mm. for the next two hours, then I can go mm. and get some work done. I felt that. Mm. All these are just stories that need to be released. That's another five-year-old that's coming up. It says, as long as I'm productive, as long as this leads to money, as long as this leads to me getting clients, yeah. they're just yeah. more five-year-olds. And that just allows, because what you've done right now is you've opened up a safe enough space for mm. five-year-olds to emerge. Mm. And that's so beautiful. And you, mm. you can feel the resistance drop. Mm. And because you've mm. dropped the resistance, more will come up, more patterns mm. will come up. Mm. And so it's, just, it's your job to just be in that space of observing it, feeling it fully, 
no matter how much pain. I would sit in uh, meditation for two hours. I meditated two hours a day. I've been doing that for the last um, 140 days or something. Wow. And I, sometimes I just feel so much pain and so much sadness. I've been crying over like past relationships and just so much worry and mm. doubt and, and just feeling that fully mm. has opened up such a safe enough space where now what you'll start feeling is a level of creativity mm. and flow and insight that you can pour mm. into your business. Awesome. What, what's, what else is coming up for you? Do you have any uh, questions or, or things you want to share? There's a part of me that's all very performance-based in terms of what I've built as a business in my life and uh, that I've set expectations around me with my family, with my peers, people that I engage with that they expect me to perform at a high level. And I'm, I'm constantly like uh, elevating that. So those expectations are uh, always raised. And as I do that, it pushes me to like step up even more. Um, and, but one of the issues with that is that and I've gotten this as far as feedback from my men's groups in the past is that um, when I express myself, it's not necessarily authentic to what I'm feeling inside. And there's a certain sense of authenticity that's needed when we write or connect or engage. You know, my, my, my wife's dad passed away, for example. My mind is all set in fixing things, resolving things, helping things out, streamlining things, things of that sort. And then months later, she's like, well, you didn't really cry that much when my, my, my dad passed away. But I was there in the situation. And I'm an engineer. It's my background. I've got a you know, background in engineering. So I've been trained to like fix things and resolve things and look at things and look, look at things 20 steps down. So I did all of that to really ensure that she was safe, you know, the family was safe. But I never allowed myself to fully experience like losing this man who cared for me a lot you know this is like three four years ago and I, and then I guess with that said um you know some of the feedback I got years ago in the men's group is that it's, it's good to like feel and connect and do that and I did this meditation years ago cool also it's called a dinette it's called um illumination intensive it was with uh Satin Rajan his company Warrior Sage basically you're in a room asking each other tell me tell me um Tell me who you are back and forth for five days nonstop in dyads. And those dyads alternate every five minutes. And at the end of like each day, like all these expressions of fear and, and, and laughter and all these emotions would come up. And, um, you know, in some cases it'd be explosive and I give all these emotions and it was just so freeing. But I, I think that when I'm back in my home setting, because I have all these structures and things I've set up, I've, I've, purposely built an environment where um, I can avoid those emotions. Yeah. Right. And, um, and, and, and uh, I'm realizing that it's, it's, there's a detriment to it. And there's also a good side to it because I can obviously perform at a high level around certain things. And, you know, um, but the other detriment is that I'm not allowing people to see my, my true self at times. Mm -hmm. And that also gets lost in my marketing and my creativity. And also when I'm on video, sometimes I'm afraid to be in video because um, who I'm showing the world I am is kind of a, a caricature of what I want to show them versus actually expressing 
the different levels of emotion, you know, and people want to see that. People want to see all sides of that. And, I, and, I, I, and I'm also moved when I see that too. When I see people like expressing and crying on camera and tearing up. It moves the hell out of me. And I want to be around those people too, because, or actors on, on, on screen when they can do that, because um, something in, in me gets kind of inspired and uh, moved too as well. When you're talking about performance, a lot of people do this as well, is that you don't know the level of performance you have after you start feeling these emotions. Mm. You only, because people can only tell the level of performance they have that's driven by their story at the moment of not feeling these emotions. Mm. And that's one thing I want to open up. It's huge for me as well, massive for me since I started doing this, is that the level of creativity and flow is not, it's, it's it, right now that what's possible is so much more than what your mind can currently see. Mm right? If when you start feeling these emotions and resolving these patterns, you leave space for infinite abundance, infinite creativity, infinite flow, infinite alignment. Mm. And you may find, um, you may find that you'll get as much done times 10 with less effort mm. in half the time. Mm. You just have so much flow for that, but your mind can't see that right now. Your mind will see Oh, but I need to get this done, and and this is what I can. This is what I can do, and as long as I'm performing here, you have no clue how much you can perform, what you can achieve once you start feeling this, resolving these patterns, noticing right. these um, stories. It's it's huge. So that's one thing I'll open up. When I meditate, I just sit in silence. I do. I can do some guided meditations. They're all beautiful tools. I just like to sit in silence because I don't want anything filtering what's emerging for me, whether it's thoughts that I can hold the space for and not resist or whether it's emotions that I need to feel despite how painful or, or, or despite how beautiful they may be. I just don't want anything filtering what's coming up and emerging. Right. So that's one thing that one thing I do is I sit in science for two hours a day and um, sometimes more, sometimes three, three and a half. Wow. But that's what, that's what I do is, um, and I found that because of that, because I stick that much time to it, that's when I am actually so free and creative where I'm like, I can just do more, right? Mm. I can, I'm just so creative and in flow and mm. I'm still getting, I'm getting more and more clients with less and less effort. I'm making more and more money with not doing much. I haven't, I felt like I haven't even worked in the last four months. I literally haven't worked mm. and people are just coming to me. So is, is it like a mantra, what or, I've been finding. mantra or your breath you focus on? Or like, what are you putting there's, there's attention on? Are you just allowing? I did a video in my group um, yesterday or the day before of what I've been focusing on. So I've been focusing on breath and presence, been focusing on love, been focusing on um, surrendering to anything, noticing any patterns, noticing any emotions, um, focusing on oneness. Mm. Um, so inf like a, a, an infinite energy, I'm not too woo-woo, but that's what I go into as well. And, mm. and obviously just separating myself from my ego as well, noticing when I'm trying to get more significance, noticing when I see myself as less or more than. And yeah, so there's a few different things I focus on. I'm, I'm still testing and tweaking as well. I'm still going along this journey along with you guys. Um, but yeah, that's just what I'm focusing on at the moment. Awesome. Thank you. It's great. I want to break all the constructs around me that I mentioned. Like even with my wife, for example, um, we're at home, we're always. There isn't much depth in our conversations because we're always, we have two kids, one's a baby, like 14 months and a five-year-old. So we're always 
it's it's like we're kind of bending time to like adjust and support and take care of. So it's always a lot of that versus actually um, the depth of things. I want to get back to that too because I realize that you know who we are is also in our environment and the people we speak to on a regular basis. And I mean, there's nothing wrong. It just it's just I'm just noticing that it's like um, you know. Um, and when you're when you're talking about depth and when you're talking about oh, I'd love to go deep with my relationships, but I've got two kids. To me, that's the reason why you have to. Right. I need to go deep with my relationships because I've got two kids. What right. an example. Right? It makes me emotional talking about it, but the, the, just the absolute presence and awareness to go deep with people, the example they will see because of that will be the example they grow up as, I don't need to avoid emotions. Right. I can go deep and be vulnerable and still feel safe. And as what we do that, it allows them to also experience that too, as well, fully. Too. Yes. So I got by it. your example, right? So the yeah. reason why you have two kids is the reason why you have to go deep, right? Awesome. Awesome. I, I want to share that I did a musical theater improv class two weeks ago. So every morning I do this dance with my daughter. I sing. It's all made up stuff. I just create whatever's there in my mind. And, uh, you know, I just noticing that as I shifted that, she started shifting too, you know, and she's like more expressive too in the morning. And uh, it's playful, it's fun, and all of that. And, um, you know, like, I guess going back to that Wayne Dyer, Wayne Dyer quote, as you shift the way you, you look at things, the things you look at change, right? So I've got to remember that myself. And as I express myself or create the space for me to um, tap into emotions or different modalities of um, creativity, that it's okay, that it's fine. There, there, there are no rules, right? And when I, when I do that, something may open up for them too around me to feel free to express themselves too as well. Um, yeah. the, the crying thing does scare me a little bit, but only because I just had grow up expressing that level yeah. of, uh, like, like, like feeling that level of, uh, of, um, as soon as you start crying, do a live on Facebook. Exactly. I actually did. I actually <laughs> did that when I was starting my coaching business and I was starting to do it more and more professionally. I shared my story and I was actually crying while, when I was doing my Facebook mm. live and it hits people here, right? Yeah. We're in a space now where mm. the marketing tactics, tools and strategies are sort of, uh, people can feel the manipulation mm. and those who are attracted by those marketing tactics are the only those who can be manipulated. If you want ideal clients and ideal network, mm. right? Ideal uh, people in your life and surrounding, especially in business, feel here and they will feel you here. And man, it is powerful. When you start resonating from with your heart, they can feel it in their heart instead of marketing from your head where they feel it in their head. Right. You can touch people from here right. and it is, it is powerful for your, for your team, for your clients, for your network, right. for your audience. Mm. Man, once you start feeling this and you share it and you even share how scary this is for you, but it's, mm. such, a huge, it's such a huge leap for you, you feel called to do this, it is a game changer and you'll feel just people will align with you. You'll start to feel here what feels heavy, what feels light, what feels aligned, what doesn't. And you can start making your decisions from here and that will guide you. It'll feel very scary to your mind, but you can, it'll, it'll guide you. Trust me, you'll start to awesome. feel it. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah, I know it. Thank you. Oh, how was that for you? I just thought I'd jump in before we finish the episode and... and have a little bit of discussion because this is not just about information. This is about your transformation. So in terms of listening to this, 
what was your biggest takeaway? Was it being aware of what something feels like physically in your body? Was it being aware of some thoughts that are coming up, some patterns that are coming up, some five-year-olds that need to be loved, some five-year-olds that need to be seen, the core message of your five-year-old self? Or maybe it was what this will mean for your business, how you can do your business differently, do your marketing differently. Maybe it'll be a bit more vulnerable, open and honest. Maybe this is an example for you of what you want to be for your family or those you love, those around you in your life that, that mean the most to you. Right, what was the what was the takeaway for you that was above all else that just kept coming to mind for you when you listened to Joseph and his story and listened to this coaching example? And do yourself a favor and whatever that one insight was, whatever if something that's predominant comes through, write it down. Write it down and remind yourself tomorrow because you want to really train yourself in not only being aware of what's going on, but also paying attention to it time and time again because you can be aware of something and then you can just forget about it. But if you have an insight, that's something to write down because the insights come from within. So your insights come from within and all your insights, I tell my clients this all the time, whenever all of your insights through meditation or through awareness, they will teach you more than anything I can. They will teach you more than anything that I can. So whatever awarenesses you had by listening to that, whether it be an emotion, a thought, an example, something in your business you can do differently, something you can do with your family that's different, just write it down and tomorrow morning remind yourself of that. Remind yourself of that insight. And it'll it'll train a key muscle in your in your nervous system and in your in your uh, level of being just to be awake, to be more awake and more aware of what's coming up, why it's coming up, and just pay attention to it so that you can be the observer of it. It'll just be a world of difference, just to be able to experience your life in a different perspective, right? So you're observing your patterns and recognizing them because as you recognize them, they will dissolve and you'll find out more of who you really are. So it was my pleasure to bring this to you. I, uh, like I said, I'm, I'm looking forward to bringing more of these and, and hopefully you've enjoyed just as much as I have. And, uh, and if you do have an inspired emotion or an inspired piece of creativity or an inspired, uh, you know, thought or a leap from your heart that's saying, what if I just did this? Or what if I just did that? Listen to that. That's your guidance system, uh, showing you that you can be led by your heart as we discussed in the coaching. If you can be led by your heart more often, it will never steer you wrong. You'll always get the lessons you're meant to learn or you'll be opening yourself up to more levels of receiving that you're not comfortable right now. More will just flow to you and that'll expand your level of, of receiving. So listen to your heart if something's coming through that says, what if you just did this and it feels exciting to your body but it feels very scary to your mind. So just be with that. And if you want to write that down as well, if it's coming through, write that down and remind yourself tomorrow morning. And uh, yeah, like I said, it's it's an absolute pleasure to do these episodes, an absolute pleasure to do this with you. I know this is going to mean a world of difference for your awakening and your awareness. So I'll see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Awaken Your Business podcast. If you're like me and you have a heart that wants to contribute, you might want to come join us over on the online Facebook community called Connect, Contribute, Collaborate. 
This is the community of heart-centered business owners who are all doing this internal work. We mastermind around the latest business topics. We collaborate with each other to grow as one. And we do what we can to assist some charities and worthy causes around the world. So head over to TysonCoaching.com where you can find the link to join. And if you know you want to dive in deep into this work yourself, sign up for the free transformational group coaching calls. Whether you want to uncover some unconscious patterns or shift those you're already aware of, or maybe even just benefiting from the live coaching of other members, there's always takeaways that lead to more peace and clearly more business success on the other end. Because I believe it's not what you learn here that's going to help you with your awakening, it's what you actually do with it. So if it feels like your expansion, jump over to TysonCoaching.com and I'll see you in the community. Take care now.